What's up everyone and welcome to a kind of different video. We're going to do a news roundup because a lot of news came out last week and I've just been wanting to cover news more frequently and we have a hard enough time keeping up with, you know, all of the story content that comes out. Uh, but news is fun to talk about and so much happened that, you know, we wanted to discuss it all. Yeah, and with so many Star Wars projects in the works right now, uh, I feel like we're getting a steady stream of little news tidbits uh, to cover. So I'm excited to do this. Yeah, so we're going to do that today. Thank you to our friends at Star Wars Newsnet, who uh, I basically just went back through their archive. I was like, okay, I know a lot happened last week, but I wanted to catch up. And uh, thank you to them for helping us keep on top of it all. And uh, hopefully we do this more frequently and as new stories come out, not just in one big roundup all the time. But, you know, we'll see. I, I think story content will always be this channel's priority, but I feel like we're getting into a good rhythm with the Bad Batch and War of the Bounty Hunters and the High Republic. Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're on top of it. I feel like we can try this. Doing a lot more live streams. So yeah. something like this is a little bit different. Yeah. So... We'll, we'll see how it goes in the future, but let's dive into news. Let's kick things off with the book of Boba Fett, which is still six or so months away, but uh, the star, Tamira Morrison, dropped some interesting details about the series. In an interview with Rotten Tomatoes, Morrison said, Well, we can't say too much, but we're going to see his past and where he's been since The Empire Strikes Back. Somebody pointed out he's been kind of stuck in this one place, and now's the time to actually go back in time and check out his journey and find out more about him. A little farther down in that same interview, he states they brought Robert back to direct a few more, Robert Rodriguez, and there's some wonderful directors involved. Last, for the Book of Boba Fett, Collider ran an exclusive on the filming of the third season of The Mandalorian and its connection with the new spinoff series, claiming the Book of Boba Fett will be a more closely linked spinoff as well, and sources have told us to think of the series as The Mandalorian Season 2.5, with characters from The Mandalorian slated to appear in the series that currently co-stars Ming-Na Wen as Fennec Shand. We hear the plan is for The Mandalorian Season 3 to begin filming at the end of this year, or in very early 2022. What that means is the season will not be premiering on Disney Plus until late 2022. All right, that was a lot for Book of Boba Fett, but yeah, like this is stuff coming from Collider. It's coming straight from Morrison's mouth, so this definitely feels like it's worth talking about. Mm -hmm. This isn't just some random article. Um, but I, I do want to point out that I think he probably means that we haven't seen Boba Fett since Return of the Jedi. That's where we'll be flashing back to to see where he has been because yeah. we're we're doing the war of the bounty hunters in the comics right now so i don't think we're going to you know tell that story again yeah i mean i i think one big thing that a lot of people are probably thinking about is the sarlacc pit exactly <laughs> are we going to see him uh crawl out of it or uh i think so think? <laughs> i think we will i think we should um, you know, we don't have to know the details of how he escaped, but I would like to. And we haven't seen him for five years. This is five years in between Return of the Jedi and The Mandalorian. So, you know, what's he been up to? I, I, I think that is probably where I see this series going. Based on what he just said, I think we're going to see, you know, flashbacks from Return of the Jedi to The Mandalorian and kind of play catch up with the character as he then... I assume moves forward in the Mandalorian series. 
Mm. I'm sure we'll see him interacting with some Tusken Raiders and just trying to figure out where to go next. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm glad to have Robert Rodriguez back as a director. I, for some reason, when they announced him in The Mandalorian Season 2, I was really excited. I just think that he is a director that fits in Star Wars, especially with a story like The Mandalorian, very Western-inspired. And uh, I loved what he did with uh, that episode, that the, the the tragedy that brought Boba Fett back. Yeah. Where it it had like a bit of a fan film feel, just, you know, shooting on the side of a hill in L.A., but I feel like Rodriguez elevated it, so I'm really excited to see what he does when he gets to play more in the volume instead of having everything be on uh, location. Yeah, I mean, I I know a lot of people said that that, episode did look fan filmy because of like it being in direct sunlight and just like looking like it was shot off of a highway somewhere but just the way he was framing a lot of the shots uh it it, like like we weren't super excited to see boba fett in this show but after that episode i was like i'm all in give me more boba fett (laughs) I, i was yeah I was afraid that Boba Fett coming in would start to steal the spotlight from Din, but uh, I think they handled it really well. They built up to it to kind of get us, you know, used to the idea that Boba Fett was absolutely going to be in the series. And we're like, okay. And then when they did it, I was just like jaw on the floor, loved his introduction, his fighting style. It's just the most we've gotten to actually see him do and move. Like he fights all the time in the comics, but it's different seeing it on screen. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing I kind of want to touch on for Book of Boba Fett is how far back do you think we'll flashback? Do you think he just means these past five years or, you know, people have been thrown around the idea that we could get some deep flashbacks. Like, could we do the Cad Bane Boba Fett arc from the Clone Wars in live action? Something like that. I mean, I think it's possible, um, especially if he's going to be in full armor and you know if he keeps the helmet on you don't have to worry about de-aging Tamir Morrison for a shot like that um so possible uh I don't think we're gonna see him and Cad Bane I don't think so either it's I, I don't think we're gonna jump back that far uh but our, our friend Steel Wars made a pretty good point that Beyond just kind of looking cool, giving Boba Fett a new paint job and uh, a new style for the show, uh, he thinks that the reason they did that is so we would very clearly know as the audience when we're flashing back and forward. So we have the old rusted armor and we'll be like, yes, we know. Okay, so, you know, if that is true, that does make sense. If that's true, then it does make sense that we would go back to before the Sarlacc pit or... Maybe they change a little bit about how he loses the armor, mm. which I get. We didn't really even see in Aftermath. We just know that it winds up on a sand crawler. So uh, I assumed it was just scavenged from the Sarlacc pit. But, you know, maybe we will actually get to see how he loses the armor. Why? If he just takes it off, what happens there? Do you think do you think they would show Jabba's palace like that? That feels like a lot of like recreating but maybe maybe we could just get him talking to Jabba 
Yeah, it would be interesting to yeah see the scene, which I assume War of the Bounty Hunters is going to show us that, like, boom, he brings Han Solo to Jabba. I think that's probably how War of the Bounty Hunters, the comic series, will end. Um, but it would be cool to see that in live action as well and just feel that connectivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about the idea that, you know, The Mandalorian Season 3 isn't going to be out until late next year? I mean, I'm bummed. Just because I really want to know what Din is getting up to, and I I don't really see Din in this show in Book of Boba Fett. Like, I think that's a possibility. I don't know that I. I I kind of think that if we should we're doing Boba Fett, that I agree that maybe we should take a break from Din, and it would just be that much more exciting when we see him again. But I don't know. I just I I don't know how their two stories would intertwine since they hadn't met yet and didn't really know who each other were, but it's, it's possible. Yeah. I I can see him coming back just to, (laughs) it's like Din just keeps on coming back to Tatooine and he'll do a favor for someone. So like he'll come back and team up with Boba Fett to do something and then be like, I'm off. That would be kind of funny to see like a, a Din storyline from another point of view, mm. from the point of view of the person who needs the favor. So Din comes in and he's like, hi, I need this thing. And Boba <laughs> Fett's like, I have one, but you have to do this for me first. Mm. And then the rest of the episode is Din goes off and Boba Fett's just relaxing until Din gets back and he's covered in blood. <laughs> he's like, all right, here's that thing you needed. Mm. I'm okay with the the late, the, the 2022 release for The Mandalorian. I like that it's kind of become... A holiday time like the holiday show yeah and you know the true. mandalorian i think is going to be enough it's still going to tie in to that story and i think probably push the overall storyline ahead a little bit since we know that book of boba fett mandalorian ahsoka maybe rangers of the new republic if that's still happening like all of those shows are still going to uh tie in together and, and build towards one thing so yeah. yeah. I mean, you know what I'm worried about and who I'm worried about. Uh, yes. Will we when are we seeing Grogu again? Hopefully it's not too long. <laughs> I need him back. I know. What if he's like gone forever? I don't think he will be. Now we're getting off news track, but I, I think that <laughs> uh Din's promise that they will see each other again. I think that's a promise. Yeah. I think we will see Grogu again. Okay. All right. Okay, before you get too sad, let's move on to some Andor talk. Again, we had a member of the cast dropping some information, and this time it was Stellan Skarsgård. On a Swedish radio talk show, Skarsgård said that while most of his scenes are with Diego Luna, he has had at least two scenes with Forrest Whitaker, one of which he described as juicy. Uh, There's also a report coming from The Direct that claims that Ben Mendelsohn will be returning to the Star Wars universe as well to play Krennic. I think both of these make complete sense. None of this is a surprise. Yeah. Do we know who Skarsgård is playing? No. I assume it's some sort of rebel general. Like, he feels kind of like a General Draven to me. Mm-hmm. Just that very stern, serious kind of guy. But, like, we've seen he can play funny in uh, the Thor movies as well. So, you know, I could see him going kind of either direction. But in my mind, I, I see him as this, like... I don't know. I just see him fitting well into the spy story. Yeah. And and I feel like the idea of having Forrest Whitaker is it 
not only does it make sense, I hope we get justice for his version of Saw Gerrera. Like, what we got from him in Rogue One didn't feel like... Didn't feel like Saw to me. It definitely felt... (laughs) altered and i mean i think that we know that to be true basically is when you saw the behind the scenes stuff for rogue one he had his head shaved it just seemed like he was a very different character and then what we got was like this very unhinged Mm -hmm. guy that honestly i was like kind of relieved when he died so early in the movie because i found him to be kind of wacky but you know he's been in so much since then and i really do like the character and the idea of this guy that goes too far he fits in perfectly with the kind of story that Andor will probably show, which is him in Rogue One talking about how, like, we've done all these terrible things in the name of the rebellion. It can't mean nothing. It can't all fall apart now. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to go to Scarif. So I think we're going to be seeing those things and uh, watching Saw Gerrera do that alongside him, I-, I think is great. Not to mention, it's just... Forrest Whitaker seems to really like the character. He has come back to play him in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order mm-hmm. and in Star Wars Rebels. And uh, it'd, be, it'd be cool to see him like have a conversation with Mon Mothma, for example, yeah. because she definitely knows who he is. Um, and to be able to see what kind of relationship they had to maybe begin with before Saw kind of lost it. A little bit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. And we got a taste of that in Star Wars Rebels Season 4. And I think it was more just he left her a voicemail. <laughs> it was just like a hologram message. I can't remember if they talked or not. But yeah, to see him in the early days of the Rebellion, where they're on the same side, and then we could get like his own arc of watching him go from like, yes, Mon Mothma and I are close. We like each other. And we fight together, but then watching their ideals start to separate. Mm-hmm. I mean, reading, he's been, like I said, Saw's been in so many things. His story in Rebel Rising is crazy brutal. So to see some of that stuff in live action would be, like, cool, but also chilling to, to see, like, the good guys doing not good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and then... What do you uh, think about um, Krennic? Yeah, uh that one I'm taking more with a grain of salt because that doesn't really have a source. Like I said, a lot of our stories today are uh, just <laughs> that a cast member said something. This one is just like our sources say that Krennic is in it. And I'm like, okay, I, I, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I'm not fully just going to assume that's true just yet. I, I feel like Ben Mendelsohn is another example of someone who loves playing that character. Like, I think he really enjoyed playing Krennic, so... I, how could you not? <laughs> He's so fun. He got to wear a cape. Yeah, and that's, like, the kind of thing that I want to keep exploring. I love Krennic, and I love his just attitude of, uh, I'm better than everyone, and I deserve more, and, like, I'm putting a cape on my uniform. It's mm-hmm. not standard issue, but I'm putting one on, and... Uh, I I don't want a Lambda class shuttle. I want a Delta class shuttle, and I want this fancy hipster gun that like <laughs> everything about him is a, is so dramatic and mm-hmm. extra, and just screams like, "Look at me! I'm so important!" And so I love him as a villain. And then if he's back, I'm like, okay, Tarkin, Tarkin. yeah, because they're the best 
like watching them butt heads is the most fun. Yeah, but are they going to go to all the effort to do CGI Tarkin from Rogue One? I wouldn't be surprised at this point. I mean, they've really, really been throwing resources at these Disney Plus shows so far. I guess, yeah, you probably they're probably saving some money using the volume to film a lot of stuff in, so maybe. Yeah, maybe. But what I am a little curious about is how Krennic would play into this. Like, I don't think he should be a direct antagonist for Cassian. It, I didn't get the sense that Cassian knew Krennic all that well. Not that he had to. or I don't know. I just think it would be odd if they did stuff too closely together. But it totally makes sense to see what Krennic and the Empire are up to at this point and maybe follow along with the Death Star plot. But we kind of know how that goes. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's interesting. I'm not like, I, I haven't fully bought into the idea that Krennic is in it. I hope he is. But. No, I mean, now that we're just like speculating on people who are going to be in it, let's let's get Tivik in there. Oh, I think yeah, Tivik is someone that. Justice for Tivik. Uh, Tivik, uh, I think it's going to make it worse. <laughs> Tivik is someone that I put in a video I did, like six characters I want to see in Andor. And like, I think Tivik is a great character to have in there because we could see that yeah, he's been an informant for Cassian for a long time. Uh, maybe they're friends. Maybe we see... God, this is what I thought up that I hated myself for. But what <laughs> if Tivik's injury is Cassian's fault somehow? And then in the end, he's like, I can't climb out of here. My arm. And Cassian shoots him. Like mm. We could also see maybe Tivik like, give up some sensitive information. Like a reason of Cassian knowing like... Mm. I know it's wrong oh, to shoot like him. A, this is a Battlestar moment. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, I know it's wrong to shoot him. I don't want to, but I also know that he's going to spill the beans on everything if the, the Empire gets him. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. Tivik should be in it. That's not news or a rumor. That's just <laughs> our hopes. <laughs> but let's uh, get into Kenobi now. And fair warning again, I'm going to show some set photos. I don't think they're spoilery at all. Uh, But yeah, this is just a weird territory because I try not to seek that stuff out, but it's been all over Twitter. And fortunately, like I mentioned, it's just a very small look at Obi-Wan's costume. But I know people can be touchy about what they want to see, so this is your warning. Ewan McGregor was spotted on set doing his best to cover up his costume, but we can still see his boots. (laughs) Which feels dumb to be excited about, but I am. And I think Hello Greedo said it well that he didn't expect it to make him as happy and as excited as it did. But for real, just knowing and seeing proof that this production is moving forward is, it makes me happy. And uh, we've also heard from yet another Star Wars cast member last week. This time it's Liam Neeson who played Qui-Gon Jinn in The Phantom Menace. And he claims that he has not been approached to have a role in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk about that briefly first because we kind of talked about it in our Q&A this mm-hmm. past week. But sorry, Liam, I don't buy that for a second. <laughs> that Part of that is just me hoping yeah. I'm like, please be in this. I want him in this so bad. I don't I don't want to always be speculating when a cast member says that they are not in something and be like, I think they're lying. But uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, just the way that Revenge of the Sith ended but with Yoda telling Obi-Wan about this new training and his, his old master, Qui-Gon, I think it's a perfect opportunity to bring Liam Neeson back in 
Also, the uh, Skywalker book that came out kind of recently by Kristen Baver, it even mentions some stuff about Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and that training and like that specific timeline of 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Mm. And I'm like, that detail is so, why would you put that in there? That (laughs) specific detail. So that again, this is all just speculation on something that uh, someone denying he's part of the project and me just uh, choosing to not believe that (laughs) because I want it so much. Mm -hmm. But also, I mean, come on, Ewan McGregor, denied being in talks for Kenobi for like six years and now it's in production. We're seeing it happen. He's not going to be like, oh yeah, Qui-Gon? I'm definitely doing Qui-Gon again. Yeah. I shot there yesterday. Like, no. Yeah, I think that's going to be like something that they're wanting to be a big surprise. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But we're all expecting it. <laughs> um, and it, I will say that, you know, if it doesn't happen, then that's just not the story that they wanted to tell, and that's fine. Like, I'm trying to keep my expectations in check, but it is something I very badly want to happen. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about concrete news. Uh, boots. I'm like, it, it is very goofy, but yes, I am excited to see just a peek at the costume and just seeing that, yes, they are shooting this thing because it was, uh, like announced that they've been talking about it's a movie now no no we never confirmed that and like we're retooling it for a series and then they like hit pause on that like they almost went into production last year i think or two Mm -hmm. years ago and then they hit pause and wanted to work on the scripts a little bit more and like it it's just been so like when is this gonna happen and knowing that it's happening is just good to see i mean i don't know if i saw the same pictures as you saw but there is another very important piece of his costume that we are seeing in these pictures, and that is his haircut. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say the garbage bag he was wearing. I was like, <laughs> I don't think that's part of the costume. <laughs> no, he's Obi-Wan's had such different haircuts yeah, that's throughout true. Uh, the prequel series, so now we know what his hair is going to look like. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's the thing about being a Star Wars fan is, like, they're so secretive, and, like, we we get excited over boots and hair, and, like, people got excited every time they saw Mark Hamill before The Last Jedi came out. People got excited when they saw Ray had a different haircut. Like, it, it's just what we do. So, yeah, these tiny little details, when that's all we get right now, <laughs> yeah. in lieu of trailers and stuff. And that's, that's the kind of, like, it's fun to talk about this stuff, and that's why we kind of wanted to start covering it again. But, yeah, that, that's all we have for Kenobi. Um, I did want to talk about one more thing. This is actually movie news quote, not news, but uh, Taika Waititi had one little quote. Uh, he was in the Sydney Morning Herald being interviewed, and he said that uh, he hopes that his next project is going to be Star Wars. He said, I don't know if that's going to be Star Wars. I hope it'll be, but there's a whole lot of other things that I've got my sticky little fingers attached to, so we'll see. Mm. So... I was looking into this. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder has completed its shooting. It comes out on February 1st, 2022. So he'll probably still be working on that for... February 11th? uh, Yeah, February 11th, (laughs) excuse me. Um, So he'll probably be working on that for another eight months. And then he'll start production or pre-production on his next project, which I believe at earliest is going to be 2025. This, to me, sounds like he 
knows exactly what he wants to create for his Star Wars movie, but is maybe just waiting for Disney to give him the green light. I think that's probably correct. I wouldn't, I think that this probably does mean the 2025 movie that Star Wars has slated is going to be Taika's. I think mm-hmm. he knows, and if he's saying, hopefully mine will, that'll be my next project, then yeah, if Rogue One comes out in 2023, the next slate, uh, the next possibility is 2025. That does seem a little long. I mean, three years for a movie is, uh, please take your time, make sure it <laughs> is, yeah. good, is as good as you want. But I'm also like, it does seem like he might be able to squeeze another indie film in there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like he could always have a, a side project going on at the same time. Um, but yeah, I could see, I mean, I do hope that they are allowing these directors to spend more time or as much time as they want or need to work on these like new Star Wars films and TV shows. Yeah. So I don't know. There's not much to talk about there, but it's still, I was like, yeah, Taika is still working on his movie. And I think Basically regardless... Basically just confirmation that he is still doing a Star Wars, yeah. a Star War, if you will. Regardless of what his next project is or is not, I do think that this makes it more likely that we're seeing that movie in 2025. That's my hope. Yeah. So yeah, there it is. <laughs> That's uh, like all the Star Wars news that came out last week. Uh, none of it Lucasfilm confirmed, so you know, keep that in mind, but a lot of it like cast member confirmed and all of it exciting. So I just uh, figured we'd lump it all together. Yeah, when whenever you get cast members of these pro- ongoing projects uh, talking to each other or talking to reporters, um, there's always like, I don't want to say little slip ups, but you know, they're they're allowed to give some hints. Uh, just no like big spoilers yeah i don't know that they were supposed to say any of that <laughs> hopefully they don't get in trouble <laughs> but you know it's still fun little little details here I mean, and there. It, what they'll get like a slap on the wrist right what are they gonna do <laughs> <laughs> like no more interviews for you buddy well i mean yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> That's i mean I, I, th- I think that in some cases, there are uh, consequences that come from leaking certain things. I don't think that this information is that caliber. Sure. Uh, but it's still probably like some publicist is like, Ugh. yeah. And like as far as the set pictures go, that like there's not a whole lot they can do to keep those from leaking. And I'm sure it's frustrating <laughs> to like want all of this to be a big surprise but you know you're always going to have people finding where the sets are and getting those telephoto lenses out (laughs) and taking pictures i mean that's the the cool thing about the volume is that you know the only chance you get to take a picture is while ewan mcgregor is running from his trailer yeah into the volume that's that's very true (laughs) so yeah it's there have been a lot more set photos from like andor and stuff uh, that have been very far away because they're like on location more it seems but <laughs> if you're in the volume how, how are you going to get set photos now <laughs> nerds <laughs> it's just going to be a big building you're like I'm pretty sure they're filming something in there uh-huh. it's still it's just a picture of the volume and it's like that's technically a set photo <laughs> but <laughs> that that's it for today just a big news roundup from last week um, 
we're we're gonna try to not do it like this. I'd like to you know talk about news more as it comes out, but you know we'll we'll just see how it goes. Maybe we'll do some roundups here or there. Maybe we'll cover stories as they drop. We'll just see how this goes. Yeah, uh, but it's something I want to do more often. Let us know if you guys have any constructive criticisms. Yeah. Until then, please like this video, subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitch. And consider checking out our Patreon page. As always, thanks for watching, and may the Force be with you.